Okay, hi everyone, welcome back to Conversation Chronicles. This is episode three, three, <laughs> four. <laughs> episode four, and before we start, our guest actually has a quick message. So, hi. Um, in this episode, we will be going into detail about mass murder, suicide, sexual assault, uh, rape, and conspiracy theory, all including children as some of the victims. So, it is not suitable for the faint of heart. So if any of the aforementioned statements possibly trigger you, it is advised for you to skip out on this episode and come back for next week's Conversation Chronicle. So viewer discussion is advised. That was good. Thank you. Okay, so do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Um, so I'm Gabby Cross. Um, <laughs> I've known Lucia for literally... 13 years? 13? No. I did not move here when I was 2 years old. I don't know how old you were. I was like almost 10 years? 10? I think 11. Maybe 11. 11. I I, I can't do the math. I neither can I, sweetie. Um, I'm a lost cause. It's okay. It's simple arithmetic, but I can't do it even with my fingers. That <laughs> literally doesn't matter. Um, But yeah, we've known each other for, for a hot minute. Yeah. And I feel like... It's so funny because you're, like, one of those people that over the years, I will, like, drift closer and further to, but, like, you're always yeah. there. Yeah. Like, regardless. Honestly, I know I don't have to, like, constantly talk to you. Yeah. We know like, that we, we have a wonderful talk. connection. No, but we could not talk for, like, months. That's what we did. In quarantine, now we're literally. just on vacation together. Cool beans. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I love that, though. Yeah. It's been ages. What? <laughs> I remember when I first moved here. It was the same time Cecile. Mm-hmm. And she absolutely despised the fact that I was close with you. I know. It was the funniest thing to me. That was bad. It's all good, though. Yeah. It was, what, like, mm-hmm. years and years ago. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because, like, stuff like that Earth is three. so petty. <gasps> it, like, was. Okay. Anyway, we're getting a little <laughs> bit carried away. But Oops. we're currently in Duck North, North Carolina, Carolina in the North county Carolina. of Dare. The what? We're in Dare County. This is the name of the county. Oh. Dare. I, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You're fine. Okay, so unfortunately, it happens to be a day that isn't nice. Nice. At all. And I thought that it would be a little bit stupid for us to talk about stuff like this and not mention it. Mm-hmm. Especially considering what we're going to talk about today is a bit kind of borderlines on it, to be honest. Oh no, it does. Very much so. Um, so if, for those of you who don't know, first of all, good job <laughs> for not knowing because I feel like the fact that everybody does know is what's making this worse. But today is, and I quote, National Rape Day. Yeah, end quote. <laughs> end quote. April 24th. Yeah. I... We don't like that. I, st- like, I, I'm not gonna, I don't think we should go too in-depth, mm. just purely because, A, I don't really know a lot about it, other yeah, than the fact I. that it's I I only know that it's today, and I saw some stuff on social media, but I haven't really looked into it, because it just scares me. Yeah, I, I've seen quite a few videos of men making jokes about this. And I think that even that, I was talking to this about, uh, what? I was talking about this to somebody else, and he was saying that it's, like, kind of ridiculous for me to believe in this. I found that unacceptable. 
this man leaves me very angry. He's not even a man, he's a child. Man child. Little bitch. Little mean bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was basically, I mean, it's interesting to, to hear other people's opinions, and I just want to voice the, because I know that lots of people agree with just the fact that because there isn't a source, like a specific source of where this entire, like, national day came from, it's not the most credible, and I don't mm. agree with that, because I think that, like, the, the fact that it is spread, exactly. the more people are going to pick on, like, um, almost like bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to say, but I have no idea what I was trying to say at this point. Um, honestly, like, the more people hear about it, the more they're going to believe, well, not the more they're going to believe it, but, like, the more they're going to follow it in a way yeah and i am kind of responsible for this as well but the more we bring attention to it the or well, i mean as we say as we're bringing attention to it but the more we bring attention to it i feel like the more recognition these disgusting people have mm -hmm. and part of what i think they crave is the recognition also the creation of fear because they want to feel superior yeah, yeah. this is also what we're going to talk about in our yeah episode anyway i just wanted to say that real quick and also the fact that like even if this is just a joke which it sounds kind it's of terrible joke but i kind of hope that it is because if tomorrow morning i wake up and i see that people have been cases have gone way up on mass and people have touched my loved ones or people in general like i will lose my shit exactly <laughs> well said yes but even if this is a joke it just plays into like rape culture which is something that is such a huge problem at the moment i want to do an entire episode dedicated to it because this episode is already going to be quite long <laughs> and we should probably get into the like the meat of it but it is something to keep in mind so if you are planning on making a joke about rape please don't it's sexual not assault cool. is not it's not okay and especially for victims at the moment I mean, I know because I talk to people who've been in situations where they have been sexually assaulted, and this entire day within itself is just... A giant trigger. Exactly. Like, there's no other way of saying it. It's exactly what they fear, and it's like everywhere they look, and it's an entire day dedicated to what's changed their lives for the worst. So, that being said... We're going to get into, like, the meat of this, which is actually very different to what we usually do. I say that even though it's been, like, four episodes. <laughs> but Gabby and I both kind of have a slight obsession with true crime. Oh, my God. It's not even a slight for me. It's, like, I love it. It's, it, okay, I don't love the fact that people have died, but I love the fact that I can learn about what goes on in people's heads. I think it's, like, the whole, like, behavioral analysis fascinating. perspective is so interesting. Like, I really wouldn't be surprised if I went into, like, the fucking FBI. Oh, bitch. I'm not working for the government. <laughs> not this government. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to Canada. That's nice. Yeah, I don't, I don't even work there. I love cold weather. Uh, that makes one of us. Um, <laughs> anyway, so... Um, yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about a man um, named Marcus Dallin Wesson. Committed crimes in Fresno, California. Uh, he was born in Kansas on August 22nd, 1946. He was the eldest of four children, um, his parents being Benjamin and Carrie Wesson. 
He was raised as a member of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, uh, which is a Protestant Christian denomination. Um, his mother was a religious fanatic and devoted her life to the church, and eventually his father, who was alcoholic and a child abuser, uh, abandoned the family when Weston was a child. Yeah, I feel like this was also when his... Well, because his mother was so diverted to, devoted to... <laughs> devoted? Divert... What? <laughs> Devoted to Christ. I think that that really sparked his curiosity about... Needed an obsession almost. Yeah, and it, he turned something that was so pure like his mother, like his mother's religion into a conspiracy. And he dug and he dug and he dug until it became something that was no longer recognizable by the church. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, so by the early 1960s, his family moved, well, minus his dad, obviously. They moved to San Bernardino, California. It's not, no, I can't find anywhere that goes into great detail about it, but his school life was clearly not ideal, ideal nor satisfying him or his family. So he decided to drop out of high school. And his parents' condition, or his mother's condition on that, was that he would have to join the army. So he ended up serving from 1966 to 1968, which in my mind, kind of served as, like, a introduction to all the violence that he would later inflict. And then shortly after leaving for the military, Wesson moved in with Rosemary Sol... Okay, I can't pronounce this Solorio. Name. Solorio and her children in San Jose. Um, so I just wanted to add something about the psychology, well, the psychological aspect of him dropping out of high school and not having a father and also the fact that his mother was a religious fanatic. Um, so without a dad, I feel that um, he kind of wants to put himself into like the, the father figure almost or um, the, since he was the oldest, he was the eldest of four children, I feel like he wanted to be superior to everyone else. But with his school life um, and dropping out, Okay, this is not making sense. Yeah, it is. You're um, right. We don't know if he was bullied or not, right? But we can kind of maybe think that he One would assume. I mean, yeah. if you put yourself in his shoes, he was a black man raised in... The second half of the 1960s, 1900s. Yeah. Which is like right at the Black Panther movement. And... In and San Bernardino, California, which is yeah. <laughs> not the most diverse of environments. I also think that the fact that his... I was going to add this earlier, but I forgot to. The fact that his dad left him... And I think that this goes to show how powerful parenthood is, because mm -hmm. as his dad left him, I think that that triggered quite a few... A lot of abandonment issues, mm -hmm. which later on we'll see that, like... He... he he isolates people. He isolates people, and his cult, which we'll talk about in a bit, obviously, provided a level of loyalty that his dad couldn't, ultimately. Mm -hmm. And maybe he would keep his family and the ones around him close so that he could survey them, and out of fear they would not leave him. Yeah. If that makes any sense. When he moved in with Rosemary Solorio, um, she was actually married. But then she quickly broke it off in order to have Wesson move in with her. Um, she was also already the mother of eight children when she met Wesson. But this not, whoa, 
but this did not deter um, deter Wesson. In fact, he, he seemed thrilled, claiming that they needed a shepherd, um, and it wasn't long before Rosemary and Wesson had a son of their own. Um, and in 1971, Solorio gave birth to Wesson's first son. Yeah, I feel like it's also important to highlight the fact that he never had a blueprint of a good dad. Like it was never had a father, father of his own. Exactly. So he, all he knew of parenthood, and I'm not trying to like sympathize with a literal mass murderer, <laughs> but I feel like he didn't know exactly how to react to the fact that he had a son. And the lines were very blurry between his family, so his son and Rosemary, and then the rest of her family. So I think for, well, we said for, for whatever reason, but I think for that reason he became so fixated on lots of Rosemary's family, and especially her eight-year-old daughter, whose name was Elizabeth. And it's important to highlight the fact that at this point in time, already if you notice that Rosemary left his husband, left her husband, like started an entirely new family with Wesson, you can kind of imagine that she was already somewhat brainwashed by his ideals. Mm -hmm. And so she took no issue into... Like into, his actions. She took no... I might have to put that shit out too. It's okay. She took it's no okay. issue. She took no issue with his actions towards her daughter. And so Wesson decided he made an executive decision to remove Elizabeth from school and perform an at-home marriage ceremony and eventually excuse me i don't even know what that is like i looked it up and like there's no one would assume that there would be some sort of sexual assault oh, or yeah, rape in yeah. that. It, it, trust me it gets there yeah um but yeah eventually it'll take all of the kids out of school just because he wants to kind of like solidify his circle and then on top of that limit their interaction with the outside world in mm -hmm. some ways so that was the beginning of their isolation that's actually pretty common with cult leaders um they feel that they have to isolate the group that they form like physically so move them to like a remote area or far away from society as to not so as to not be observed by everyone else and so that like society doesn't have an influence on how the children or the members think so that like, he could have the utmost influence on their thoughts. Exactly. So, yeah. Well said. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what was I going to say? There was something I was going to say. I kind of wonder whether, and I couldn't find any information on this, but to me it's quite strange. So, first of all, Elizabeth was eight mm -hmm. when he first took an interest to her. So when is it that he started, like, having a liking not only for younger girls, but almost, like, it's not technically incest, but, like, that shit fucked up. Oh, bitch. And that's I not even the start of it, but what sparked his interest into younger girls? I think like, I, it's his, it's his, it's his um, need for power over people. Oh, like, yeah. remember when he joined the army? That gives you so much power. Like yeah. You have weapons and everything, but then he left. So that obviously didn't work, so he needed to find another option. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming that the his, his liking for younger women, especially, 
Uh, I'm not sure if he had any um, entanglements yeah. with young men as well, or young boys as well, but... It says that, later that he did, but oh, I'm on. just... I I he wonder because... to fuck everything, doesn't he? <laughs> everything he, he He's got a little... Everything that he's somewhat related to. But I also think that it's interesting because I looked it up and I could find near to no evidence that he was being even slightly sexually abusive towards either his mother or his siblings. He probably wouldn't be abusive to his mother because his mother is, like, usually in cases like these, when the mother is the only parent in the picture, um, the mother tends to sort of smother them with love and everything like that. But that could end one of both ways, one of two ways, you know. Uh, either him loving his mom or either him hating his mom. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, because so. people, in the same way as the kids, I'm assuming, in Rosemary's household would pay attention to him as if he were a shepherd and a saint, and they mm-hmm. would eventually end up calling him, like, Lord and God, but because they almost, again, as his mother did, smothered him with attention and energy and love, then maybe... I wonder, like, the similarities between what the way that his children would treat him and the way that his mother would treat him because they both clearly loved him very much. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, the line's kind of blurry between whether or not he... And I'm not trying to put words into anybody's mouth. Especially not a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, we should probably move on because we're getting a bit carried away. I'm sorry. Literally all on me. Um, but once Elizabeth turned 12... He began to assault her sexually with the intention of committing like a legally binding marriage when she turned 15, which is the legal age of parental consent. So for four months, sorry, not for four months, four months after their official entanglement, she gave birth to her first child at the age of 15. And I don't want to do math, but he was sure as hell not 15 then. She could have. Uh, not no not Elizabeth was fifteen, but okay. how old was he? Um, when was? This? I will let you do that math as I <laughs> continue. But <laughs> eventually, Elizabeth and it was probably around forty. Yeah, that's fucked up. Eventually, they had about ten children together. Oh God. So, just imagine like the physical. No, okay. First of all, there's mental. And physical trauma that will like follow that like the, the conception of those children you know like rape mental trauma just being around this older man for the rest of your life mental trauma again and physical trauma do you know what happens to young girls when they're raped or or actually just like give birth they will not be able to hold in their urine okay they're like Reproductive organs will probably be fucked up for the rest of their lives. They're not going to be comfortable. Their hips are going to, like, their their hips, you know, when you have to give birth, your hips sort of move outwards. Yeah, your pelvic. Your, your pelvic bones are so messed up. It, it, She's not even done growing. Excuse me? She probably, like, what? the second she got, because if you think about it, if they start, if he started sexually assaulting her at the age of 12, then literally the second she got her period, she had a child. Which, first of all, not okay. Not to get like TMI or whatever, but your boobs aren't fully grown. Mm-hmm. 
there's no like it's not feasible for a child of that age to have a child. Yeah. Also, do you know what I just realized? Mm. Her brother. Mm. So the kid that Rosemary and Weston had together. Yeah. Her brother? Technically her stepson. <laughs> no. No, absolutely not. It's anyway, so not long after Weston's son was born, one of Rosemary's eldest daughters left seven more children with the family because she was unable to care for them because of drug habits and issues. But if you think about it, that's the entirety of Rosemary's family. Yeah. Plus the kids that he, the ten children that he had with Elizabeth, mm-hmm. plus these seven new children. So with these children, like, he, he never had a steady job. Like, he lived off welfare. Um, I don't know if you guys know what that means, but um, it's not a lot of money, you know? <laughs> um, and he had his... Um, adult children work and give him all of their earnings so like they have no independence whatsoever with him and on top of that they like i'm not gonna lie he doesn't seem to be the most fit of people (laughs) to um homeschool absolutely so the qualifications that most people have to meet to acquire a job is a high school diploma Mm -hmm. and if your child is above the age of 19 the expectancy is for them to have a high school diploma Mm -hmm. So the chances of them getting a steady job are and then they slim didn't bring to back none. A, yeah, and then when they didn't bring back enough money, he would be really, really abusive towards them. Yeah. Um, so later on in 1989, uh, he was convicted of welfare fraud and perjury. Um, the family, like, yes, the family um, usually lived in, like, rundown shacks, boats, and vacant houses. Uh which is obviously not the best place for children to also grow up. Also illegal. Like, yeah. Especially, like, do you know how many people are living there? It's like literally a whole caravan. What? Also, if you think about it, the number of, I see this with so many serial killers, the number of times that they just like brush against the law mm-hmm. and come so close to getting convicted of something, whether it be something as small as like living in a vacant house that he's not meant to be living in, mm-hmm. That could put him behind bars and ultimately prevent something like this yeah. from happening. It's like, um, it's, it's, what is the word? I can't remember the word. Disappointing. <laughs> it's disappointing. That's, that's yeah, what it's, it's always like, and I'm not trying to blame the police department or the criminal justice system yeah. because they are responsible for a law, but I'm not going to call them responsible for a cult leader. Yeah. But it is a little bit like, we could have stopped this. In the same way as like Ted, I forget who it was. There was a serial killer that was stopped. Ted Bundy was stopped for a traffic stop, and then he got away because of his cunning. Yeah. And it was a stolen car as well. Yeah. Yeah. If he were black, goddamn. (laughs) That would have had a completely different outcome. Yeah. Especially at the time that he was driving. Like, the year. And the time. Like, what what o'clock it was. (laughs) Um, okay, moving on. Um, similarly to his father, Wesson was abusive towards his, towards his wife and children, which is kind of, we, we know that now. Again, blueprint for a father. Yeah, it's, it's no, he had nothing. Can, he, he knew nothing. Yeah. Well, let's be fair, he's 40, like, read the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of, you can even just sort of imitate your wife, at least. Well, I mean, she was absolutely brainwashed by him as well. Oh, yeah, true, never mind. And 15. 
Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, uh, what's her face? Rosemary. Rosemary. But they got a divorce. Oh. I don't think... Did they get a divorce? I have no idea. Or was their yeah. marriage just not, like, legally binding? I feel like it wasn't legally binding. No, they were just boyfriend and girlfriend because she had divorced her husband. Oh, nice. Um, so... Uh, going back to the isolation part of it, uh, Wesson prevented Elizabeth from participating in the children's upbringing. Um, so she had no influence on her own children, like at all. Um, he homeschooled the children and taught them from his own handwritten Bible, which is, you know, not ideal. The most credible of sources. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, also the fact that he prevented his wife and the mother of his children a 15 year old girl from seeing not only her siblings yeah. not only her mother but her children she was completely isolated her like her entire body is permanently mutilated exactly if she were to see the other would not that she would the chance of her being bullied are astronomical but on top of that she's completely isolated from everybody that is closest to her mm-hmm. but I mean your children that's gonna like if you if you give birth to ten children at the age of fifteen, you should at least be able to sort of breastfeed them. At least. Because you're gonna literally de- develop postpartum depression, first of all. You're not gonna feel at all connected, and when you're put into like the same room with them, not that she would be, but if she was, she would have no sort of emotional connection to them because she doesn't know them. She was never she was never allowed to participate in their upbringing. And they're like, when she's 30, they'll be 15. Yeah. That is, that is so wrong. And on top of that, like, I feel like the worst part of this, is, it's not the worst part, it's obviously not the worst part, but something that really triggers me is the fact that she thought that it was for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's what a cult is. He, he brainwashes them. It's so disgusting. Okay, moving on. We need a... Okay, so... Obviously, Wesson. Is it Wesson or Weeson? Wesson, I think. You know what? If we've been saying this wrong the entire time, whoops. I honestly don't even care. It's gross. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Wesson took on the role of a cult leader, and employed every basic cult like trope you've ever seen in movies. So like whether that be uh, having a grandiose idea of who he is and what he can achieve. Um, Demanding blind and unquestioned obedience from his followers. Um, like, he's arrogant. He's exploitative. Like what we saw with um, him taking his money. Like if you think about it, the way that, in the same way as Bundy was cunning. Oh my God. He, if you, if you see pictures of him, he, he looks like the last person you'd expect to be. Yeah, he, he's got a big smile. He's so full of himself. He's also very unkept. Oh like, I don't know that you've seen his, like, beard and stuff, and if this were a visual podcast, then we'd insert a picture, but he just doesn't look the most put together. And obviously he isn't, like, he doesn't have a steady job, all of his income comes from his children, he homeschooled them, like, he's, he looks like the person that you'd describe him as on paper. Mm-hmm. But then if you go beyond that, the way that he not only convinced rosemary in the first place to marry him and let him join his family but on top of that to marry his daughter or her daughter her eight-year-old child then like i just don't understand how somebody of that 
like he I don't know how to explain it we're just gonna move on because I'm gonna get lost in my words otherwise but even to the point where he required everyone to call him either lord or master as if as if he were God himself and on top of that he was terrifyingly abusive to everybody including the children and the infants or mostly the children but infants like tiny children and his punishments on top of that were so beyond just i would be disgusting i would be scared to be in the same room as this man oh my goodness i'd be so scared to be in the same city excuse me (laughs) although to be fair i don't want to be in the same area no but i mean like if you complain that your parents are strict Mm. (laughs) there was this one kid that was beaten for 30 days because he ate a spoonful of peanut butter without permission and a teenager was stabbed. Like, could have been fatal injury stabbed. Especially considering he didn't have a high school diploma or a high school education. Like, this kid does not know where the organs are. For just trying to leave his house. Keeping in mind, they don't have any friends because all of their contact with the outside world is Like, they are severed. each friends at this point. Anyway, he focused on teaching the children how to prepare for the Armageddon? Armageddon. It's like the end of the world. It's like like year 2K with a bunch of other cults. Um, Like, I I have no idea. I'm not going to be able to make this right. I have a definition of A bunch, a bunch of like cult leaders were just like, the end of the world is going to be in like the year of 2000. So we have to remember that shit. Like year Y two K was like a huge, huge huge. thing in um in the eighties and nineties. They were all like preparing, and it was really really bizarre. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, even just living through twenty twelve, I remember like I genuinely thought the world was gonna end because everybody around me. Oh my god, I was so paranoid. (laughs) This goes back to the shit we were talking about earlier. Wait, sorry, my brain's all over the place. But when we were talking about like the whole like rape day thing, because everybody around you is pushing this ideology into you, and the same thing with cults, because your entire circle is talking about a certain thing, mm-hmm. it's almost inculcated into your brain to the point where you don't know anything other than it, and it becomes so factual. Wonderful vocabulary. Sorry. So anyway, I looked up the definition for Armageddon. Yeah. 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 And according to Miss Wikipedia, it's the prophesied location what? The prophesied location of a gathering of armies for a battle during the end times. Which is is variously interpreted interpreted as either a literal or a symbolic location. The term is also used in generic sense to refer to the end of the world. I mean and an and an end of the world scenario. Oh my god, English. <laughs> um, but yeah. Again, I feel like this stuff is so funny to me because in the same way as, like, and I'm not sure, this is just my opinion. I don't want to, like, fucking offend anybody. I really don't want to offend anybody, but I respect your opinion. Please respect mine. That's always what I say. say. But in the same way as people of a certain religion tend to live their life for God or for their entrance into heaven rather than hell and their afterlife. Like, you're living for tomorrow. 
-hmm. or for somebody else and this kind of echoes that same energy because it's like why would you live and devote lots of your life to a prophesized like not even potential end of the world mm -hmm. fucking stupid again sorry not um, I'm, I'm not sorry actually it's okay um, fuck you within yeah <laughs> okay so going back to like the main tube of the story stream. i have no idea if that makes sense <laughs> yes stream that is so much better the plot yes yes <laughs> okay so basically three times a day this man became the preacher he had always dreamed of and like he told his family like a very large family at this point uh stories from the bible that he wrote um and like from the normal bible with sort of his own little twists he sort of added little sprinkles in there you know i'd, I'd call that more than sprinkles oh yes um hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he had his own ingredients i guess um these new takes included telling his family that he was god mm -hmm. um that vampires were real and that jesus actually was a vampire so therefore his son yeah because jesus is the son of god but wouldn't that make him a vampire? Yeah, that's a little bit off. You know, I'm not sure he thought that. Lots of it. There's just like a yeah. lot of like, what's the word in English for like fuego? Like just miss. Uh, miss, 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 miss fuego. I that misnomer. No, that the misnamed. Oops. <laughs> but just like incoherences. Yeah. Like some of this stuff, literally reading it back. And I would bet genuine money that if you like went up to one of these kids, or not one of the kids, but like Rosemary, for example. And you just shook her and you were like, look, this man is teaching your children that vamp, like, blood-sucking cannibals exist. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, he's saying that he is God. Like, this kind of unkept, not the most attractive man is God. Not saying yeah. that God is attractive, but <laughs> the way that God is described in any biblical verse or religious scripture ever is that he is too perfect to be human mm -hmm. and if you look at somebody like marcus wesson he is far from perfect and if anything far from human like he's everything wrong with the human race yep that's what we're gonna go with there okay moving on yeah, um sorry, his no, don't worry this <laughs> is this is the whole point it's our conversation we're just not reading a script you know this, this is natural. It's yes, it's the goal. It's natural. Very natural. <laughs> um, so moving on, uh, Wesson's obsession with the with the undead and like the vampires stemmed from the fact that he apparently um, saw similarities between these creatures um, and Jesus. <laughs> this actually led him to collect coffins, which is a wonderful thing to collect. I do say that master. The worst part is that he would like collect them at like thrift stores. Excuse me? Like, How do you do you know thrift where... a coffin? No, but on what? top of that, like, do you know? According to the internet, I'm not saying that that's the most valid. Oh, I should probably find the source of that. I saw somewhere that said that when bodies are being waited to to be cremated, and before like. You know how in the coroner's office mm. they're in like these big chambers? Mm -hmm. It's like the big fridge basically, the yeah. metal fridge. Oh, yeah. mm. Um, Once they are moved from the coroner's office to where they're going to be cremated, they're putting coffins, and those coffins cannot be reused, reused yeah. over a certain. I think it's like once or twice. Because there's like contamination with mm -hmm. decomp. 
yeah. bodily fluids. Yeah. Kind of nasty. It, very disgusting. And where do these coffins go? I don't know that they drip. I, I do not want to. The fat just melts and drips. It's gross. But nice. That's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> um, but like, where do these coffins go after? So basically, antique stores. Excuse. Wait. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. I looked it up. I'm not saying okay. Don't don't take my word for that. But some go to antique stores. Some go to if they're in decent enough condition to be sold, then they will go to antique stores. Yeah, but some people will use them because they can get them for cheap. Because you know how expensive a coffin is. Oh, so insanely expensive. It's no, but this weird. man is taking them, and on top of that, it said in one of the articles that I read, write his kids' names on these. Puppets. That is disgusting. That is terrifying. It's like it's like it's some witchy shit. Not that I'm saying witchy shit. It is sounds bad. like a satanic ritual. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like he gave them to the children, and then he gave the children vampire names, like quoting vampire names, you know. Um, including Jeva, which is like a combination a combination of the names Jesus. Whoa, combination of words. It's like a word mashup, you know. Jesus and vampire. Like Jeva, you know. That's yeah, it's like name. Yep. Ooh, yeah. No, I'm no. sorry. I regret saying that so much. Oh my god, I can't get over that. It's so fucking disgusting. Anyway, he said that all of the girls in his household were destined to become. His future wives, mm. plural, um, gives me very much like satanic versus like Mormon versus like no, not versus, just mixed with all together, and like a little bit of spice, yeah, and like Vampire Diaries, yes, mm-hmm. and incest, yes. It's a very, it's a very nice combination. <laughs> um. Anyway, so the sibling, the girls were not because they were destined to be his future wives. They could not be tempted. They cannot be tempted by anything, including their male siblings or their mother. Because wow. in his mind, it is normal to have um, relations with one's children and siblings. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Anyway, these women were also forced to wear clothing that covered their entire bodies. They had to walk behind Wesson and wait on his every need or desire. So he's kind of, I wonder what, this is kind of, off the, no it's not, but I wonder what before his husband left, before his dad left, what the relationship between his, what, his, his mother parents. and his dad was. Because if the way that he's, was that your elbow? No. Oh my god. Ouch. You're fine, don't worry about it. Surprise me a little bit. But I just wonder, like, obviously he didn't have a blueprint of a dad, but was the only blueprint that he had of a married couple the woman serving, like, the husband? And I get that it was ages ago, but... Yeah, but that also goes back to the power, the need of power. Yeah. So it can be a message too. But did the need of power spur from... Because... I've noticed that in lots of cases, me acting like I'm educated or whatever, no. like no, no criminal minds and like fucking Bailey Sarian, but research from my, uh, deducted from my research, <laughs> I've seen that lots of the time, male and female interactions reflect the ones between one's parents. Mm-hmm. So because like my dad treats 
my mom would respect and vice versa. I would treat my husband or, yeah, I was going to say or wife, but my partner would respect as well because that's what I've seen. But because he didn't have a blueprint of this, or like that's why I'm wondering what his life was like before. I don't know. Anyway, obviously everyone was expected to do hard work other than himself because he couldn't keep a job. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone old enough was expected to have a job outside of the cult to make money for him and that would go back into the cult. And it's like a never ending circle. Yeah. C'est l'histoire de la vie. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, which, like, that's their only outside contact. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure that they knew, like, social cues, you know? Because they're kept away from each other, you know, like... They, they would be the worst fucking customer service I'm people. I love God. No. Oh, the girls and the boys aren't even allowed to talk to each other. And like, imagine, God. like, if a girl, like, one of his daughters had to go to work with a man, and she'd be like, oh, shit, I can talk to him, I can not be tempted. Fucking disgusting. Okay, so both male and female children were physically abused. Wesson sexually abused two daughter two daughters and three nieces beginning at age eight. I don't know what he had. That was like a milestone for them, I guess. No, but he if you think about it, in lots of cult situations or just situations in which there are rituals or certain I don't know what the word other than rituals is. Like, seance. Paths that have been recreated, if that makes sense. No, but like, if you, there's almost like, I, I've been using the word blueprint way too often in this, but there's often like a blueprint for what a cult should look like based off of like, in this case, it'd be Bible. And he started having relations with Elizabeth at the age of eight. And, and he started girls, with these five other children at the age of eight. So I don't know what he has at the age of eight. But like, at the age of eight, he still hasn't started your period. I mean, most of the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not even a hello to womanhood. Do you know what it might be? This is me being all okay. fucking... Dude, this is literally a point. You got this. <laughs> what if he... Literally just forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, what if he... Because obviously he wants... For some reason, he's attracted to a certain level of innocence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what if in order to preserve almost these women's in- the, like, like family's innocence, mm-hmm. he would steal it in order for him to have power over them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he can't like he can't stunt their growth. Yeah, but what can he do to he can preserve their innocence? Yeah, by taking it. Yeah, exactly. And then keeping it first. Because he's an innocent Her. He's an like, <gasps> innocent vampire, bitch. He just sucks it all. No, that's disgusting. Don't even say that. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't even think about that. I'm sorry. I didn't. I literally. Ass. That was really gross. It's okay. No. It's okay. It's nice. Really okay, so. Oh, this is interesting. Another thing that you could consider is maybe, again, he dropped out in high school, so his level of education is very low. Low. And then everything that he knows, he's taught himself. Mm-hmm. So there's no ulterior influence onto his life either. And if he assumed, this is another theory, if he assumed that women became women at the age of eight, and he was trying to maximize not only the innocence, but the size of his cult. (laughs) Um, If he 
notice that. Well, because. What am I trying to say? Elizabeth. She, I mean, assumingly had her period around the age of 14. Because by the age of 15, she had a child. And each of these five girls became pregnant as well. And the only time, the only, one of the only ways that I'm assuming that he would know how, when these girls became older, and if he has this obsession with innocence, is when they get their period. So each of the five children became pregnant as well, which in his own way is stealing their innocence. Mm -hmm. And some people say that the younger a woman has a child, the more innocent that child is. Oh, wow. Really? I heard that somewhere. That's another, like, fucking Mormon, I don't, don't quote me, but yeah. No, we're good. We won't quote it. We anyway, we sorry. Won't, we won't quote it. I really just went into, like, a big detour. It's okay. It's okay. It's That was part one. Thank you. I think, I think, yeah. Yeah, you should come back for part two, you know. You definitely should. Next it's week, really next juicy. Sunday, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Super juicy, you know. Every week on mm-hmm. Sundays. Spotify. I'm trying to get the podcast on YouTube. Ooh. Don't know how to do that. Okay. Also, that. it's been pending on Apple Podcasts Ooh. for so fucking long. Oh, but you know what? Why are you hitting I don't know. It's it's really annoying. Anyway, make sure to come back for part two. Follow Collage by Max on Instagram. Thank you for helping me if you're listening. You probably aren't. You do not give a rat's ass about me. Shh. Shut up. Don't push yourself down, bitch. The fuck? No, you just really didn't like me that much. Anyway, um, but yeah, that wraps up part one. I hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, now what's part was, two? Uh, 113.57. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 113.57. One. One. 57. Okay. So that sums up. That sums up. <laughs> penis. Oh, God.